tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hello, After Buzzers. It's Kylie Hodges here, and I am bringing you the concert experience with a very cool soul pop singer. She just brought out her debut album, Self Titled, and it's Brenna Whitaker. Hi, Brenna. Hi. So good to have you here. Thank you for having me. Now, this is your song, Black and Gold, playing right now. Yeah. I'm digging it. Thank you. And your album already came out, correct? It did. And it's called Brenna Whitaker. It's called Brenna Whitaker. It's my first album. And uh, this song to me is like a standard, even though it was written in 2008. Yeah. I'm a huge Sam Sparrow fan, and so we made it like a cinematic big band. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Very cool. So before I dive into the hard-hitting questions, (laughs) they're not going to be that hard-hitting, but I wanted to get to know you a little bit, so I was just going to do 10 quick questions where you just tell me the first answer that comes to mind, just so I can get to know you a little bit, Okay. (laughs) <laughs> First thing that comes to your head. Uh, who's your celebrity crush? Andrew W.K. <laughs> Favorite food? <laughs> Nachos. Oh, that's a good one. Favorite emoji? I like randomly just like going like this and just seeing what pops up, but the shrimp has been my favorite <laughs> one. Lately. Shrimp. The shrimp says a lot. <laughs> one thing that you could take on a desert island. Just one thing. Oh, Andrew W.K. <laughs> <laughs> will he help you get off the desert island, or will he Probably. help you procreate on the desert island? Probably both, but <laughs> he's married. But I think just in spirit, it would be nice to have, like, a spirit Andrew W.K. there. <laughs> he'd be a good motivator. Yes. And he'd make things fun. <laughs> What's your favorite movie? Oh, right now, I'm digging... The Shawshank Redemption. Wow. It's deep. Yeah. I love the soundtrack. Depressing, too. Dark. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and also not a new movie. No, I watched it on the plane a couple of weeks ago, and I'm oh just boy. like, guys, you know, I'm just into it. I, I think it's spectacular. It's a heavy movie to watch on an airplane. It is. Were you it's a crying good one. next to your neighbor or anything? I that wasn't. I just Tim Robbins' character that he survives the whole the whole, you know the light at the end of the tunnel. I just love that message. Good movie choice. What is your favorite destination? Whew. Colorado. Oh, the state of Colorado. It's a beautiful. I love one. all parts. <laughs> Who's the last person you sent a text to? Oh. Andrew the WK. stylist. The stylist I'm Your working stylist. with. stylist. Yeah. I'm like, I need that receipt to Barney's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. I need your stylist. I'm digging your shoes. I'm I wish the cameras could see her shoes. They're these, awesome cheetah print heels. These are from the stylist. Good job, stylist. 
Hollywood. <laughs> What's one thing nobody knows about you? Whew. That's a hard one because as I get older, I'm, I have no secrets, really. But um, book. I like to cook. Mm. That's sort of something that people... What's your favorite thing to cook? Nachos. <laughs> and um, really anything. I'm good at, like, breakfasts and uh, roasts. Mm, wow. <laughs> breakfasts and roasts. <laughs> Barbecue. I'm from Kansas City, so... Mm. That's a good steak. skill to have. Meat and potatoes and nachos. And cream spinach. Dream. Cream spinach. Yeah. This is like a Thanksgiving yeah, meal. It is. Wow, yeah. Last I question. Know. What's your guilty pleasure? Probably the dog park. <laughs> I could, like, live there. Do you have a dog? I have two dogs. Okay, good. What are their names? Louis Armstrong and Pearl Bailey. <laughs> And they're 200-pound black labs. Oh, boy. And I, they're sort of my zen factor of living in Los Angeles. So I try to go to the dog park every day. The dog park is definitely a social experience for humans. Yes. I feel like humans love dog parks just as much as dogs love dog oh, parks. Oh, totally. The old people watching them with their, you know, companions. It's a cool thing. Plus, it's a good place to meet guys. Have you met guys at the dog park? No, but I, you know, one day I yeah. could imagine. Yeah, that's like the perfect rom-com <laughs> setup, you know? Yeah. Bump into each other at the dog park. Yeah, and the rest my neighbor history. did. Really? Met a fine lad. And they're still together? Yes, they just had wow. a baby. Wow! So, you know. Love at the dog park. Yeah. That's the name of your next album. Love at the dog Seriously. park. Seriously. <laughs> Featuring <laughs> Nacho. <laughs> and cream spinach. Yeah. Speaking of creamed vegetables, did you have a nice Thanksgiving? I did. I was in Germany in a 400-year-old building in Munich. Whoa. With my whole band. And we had, like, you know, sausages and wiener schnitzel, and it was just ridiculous. That sounds wonderful. It was unbelievable. Now... When I was looking into you, there's a lot of German articles written about you. So have yeah. you gone back and forth to Europe a lot? I have a little bit now. Mm. They they like, the Germans like me. <laughs> so I'm, you know, they're an amazingly attentive audience and uh, attentive audience. And it's, you know, they love music and emotions and feeling. And they just, they listen really well and then they, they all clap very it's pretty cool. How would you compare them to an American audience? They definitely listen. You know, they're going to have the etiquette is, uh, you know, someone's performing. I'll, you know, watch. We're in, you know, Hollywood. They're like, you know. <laughs> Give me two more of yeah. sodas. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, they're wonderful. They love emotional music. Wow. I need to take a trip out to Germany and watch you perform. Seriously. I'll be very attentive. <laughs> um, so let's backtrack a little bit to the beginning of your singing career. Okay. When did you know you wanted to be a singer? Well, this is sort of cheesy, but The Little Mermaid, the movie, came out, and I just, I was a chubby kid, and for summer, my parents were like, you're going to go to the pool all summer and hopefully, you know, exercise. <laughs> but I would sing underwater and <laughs> pretend like I was a mermaid and 
And then I would sing the, you know, epic power ballad things that, uh, and I just, I found my voice and playing characters musically. But the piano is my first instrument. So it's sort of, I didn't have a specific moment, but Disney films definitely helped oh, for sure. me figure that out. Do you play any other instruments? I like to dabble in everything. Like I, um, the harmonica, sometimes I'll just pull out or uh, the drums. My dad was a drummer. And um, the guitar, I can play a couple Nirvana songs. Wow. Yeah. That's but, awesome. you know, just I play by ear, so I kind of just pick up. I like to just play the basics of everything. I would love to hear you cover a Nirvana song. I think that would sound awesome. That's a good idea. Thank you. You can give me a writing credit on (laughs) that next album. (laughs) On the Dog Park album. Love at the Dog Park. Covers of Nirvana. I love it. You can all wear flannel. Yes. Yes. Plaid, flannel. Don't shower. Seriously. Don't comb your hair. This is going to be a great album. I'm going to do that for you. I'm going to see which one. Thank you so much. Now, you grew up in the theater. You worked with a lot of Broadway pros at a young age. Can you tell me a little bit about how, what those experiences were like and how that molded you as a performer and how that molded your voice to where you are now? Well, my mom was an actress and she did road shows and she was an equity actress, which means she was a, you know, a working professional actress. And uh, then she decided to have kids and I'm the oldest of four. But so, you know, when your parents are involved in music, you sort of soak up what they are. So I had a nice foundation in every musical probably ever written, you know, from Stephen Sondheim to, you know, uh, just all of them. There's so many of them. So road trips, that was like the basis of, you know, it was a comfortable thing to do is be musical. Are your other siblings musicians as well? They are. All of them sing. All of them. My little brother is singing. Everybody sings. That's great. Yeah. I bet family holidays are the best. It is. Or does nobody want to sing? Everybody wants to sing, but I wish somebody could play, you know, well enough to accompany. (laughs) We're all sort of just, la-ho, we just, you know, (laughs) we don't know any of the lyrics, but we're just passionately, you know... That's a, it's that's fun. a harmony. passionate holiday. Yeah. Just a lot. You know, Harmonies I feel like, are powerful. Yeah. You know, when you're in like a three, four part harmony. Are you like the Sound of Music family and you guys all can harmonize together? A little bit. Together, We're more you know, like the Griswolds. But <laughs> <laughs> the Griswolds, you know, it's a, it's been a wild ride, but yeah. I'm fortunate to be supported by, you know, creative you know, wolves I was raised by, but it's very supported from an early age that music was, you know, my thing. Now, did you ever go out to New York City and live there for a while? Did you perform did. on Broadway? I did. I sort of, in high school, I was like, the New York bug was crazy. So I made a deal with my parents and they said, whatever you earn, we'll double it, which was wow. like, you know, a week in New they York. They were matching your salary? <laughs> They did. That's awesome. But, you know, for a 17-year-old, it was, yeah. you know, there's not much I could do. Right. I worked at a place called Healthy Habits where I made muffins <laughs> and, um, you know, $8 an hour. But I, you know, they... But the you effort, were still giving it yeah, a go. And I was working professionally, so they were like, 
well, she's good. What do we, you know, yeah. what do we do? So you have to support it if you're, you know, when your kid's passionate about something. Yeah, 100%. Do you ever feel like you missed out on certain childhood yeah. milestones as a teenager because you were busy doing awesome things in New York? I did. I always yeah. felt, you know, I was most comfortable around older people smoking in the green rooms. That was like... That was where I felt more comfortable rather than, you know, partying as a kid. But I did make up for it in my 20s. So I oh. acted like a 16-year-old oh. 26. So, I'm, you know, it's fine. I'm, it I seems like too you've, much. you've always been very career-driven. And, and yes. when you're in that zone, it doesn't really matter yeah. that you're not doing what everyone else is doing. It is. I've accepted it. Did you go to the prom? I did. Were you smoking in the green room with old people at the prom? Oh, I wasn't. <laughs> but I was like in, you know, it was, I would get fired if I told the story. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was, the first time was in 10th grade with one of my gay friends, which was very fun. And then the second time was with my real boyfriend, who was a second-year senior. Oh. <laughs> he was just sticking around for the party. <laughs> yeah. And it was a good old-fashioned, nice prom. So I did yeah. get those types of experiences. Well, that's great. I'm very happy for you. <laughs> I don't know yeah. why. I grew up in the Midwest, too. You did? Yeah. But yeah, I, I'm from Wisconsin. I feel like okay. Kansas City is a little more fun. It's you guys have that barbecue. Like Chicago. Yeah. You know, but Wisconsin, I've met some very nice people oh, from good. Wisconsin. Oh, great. Go Wisco. Yeah. But I feel like growing up in the Midwest, it's it's very cliche high school upbringing. You it go is. to the football games. You know, everybody kind of does the same thing. Totally. Did you feel like you fit in as a child being this Never. like thespian? No, but fortunately my parents, you know, it was, I wasn't too, um, I was supported. So that's all I knew. Um, but it was difficult, you know, knowing what you want to do at a young age. It's yeah. most kids don't know yet. But yeah. But it's a good problem to it's have. It's a good problem. Look at where you are now. So <laughs> when did you decide you wanted to move to LA? I decided, well, I moved to LA with my sisters and one of my sisters is a model, the other one is an actress and a songwriter and a writer. And you know, we just had reached a pinnacle where it was like this way or this way I needed to be out here and so we just we had a couple of bottles of wine one night and my mom said I got $10,000 get the hell out of here <laughs> and so that's how it happened and I actually moved back to Kansas City because I didn't like LA mm, really yes and then I ended up moving back a year later why didn't you like LA initially the you know the whole scene I'm more of like a dive bar, jazz club, thespian. So I didn't find culturally what I was used to Yeah, in Hollywood. That definitely exists. You just have to dig a little deeper. Yeah, that's what it. I've learned. Mm -hmm. And musically, it's cool that, you know, you can create your own landscapes here. 100%. Yeah. There's so many different types of places to experience and things to become here in L.A. You know, you, totally. can, you can pick... Yeah. What you want to be if in If you're all. a creative, it's like kind of the place to be. So when I first heard your voice, I was like, this sounds like Amy Winehouse, and I love it. Oh, thank you. Who are some of your musical influences? 
Well, it's funny. I have a lot of the same influences as Amy did. Dinah Washington's one of my favorite. Donny Hathaway. I love the comedic um, blues singers like Ruth Brown and um, Cab Calloway. I'm a huge fan of. But Bonnie Raitt, Eva Cassidy, Etta James, those type of singers. Luther Vandross, you know. So it's a wide mix of people, but you know, it definitely soulful and husky and theatrical and yeah. cinematic and, you know, Peggy Lee was huge for me. You've definitely got that old soul vibe. I'm digging it. Thank you. I'm, I wish that we had like a martini glass for you. I, fi- I picture you like, you know, sitting on the side <laughs> of a piano holding like a martini yeah. with like a cigarette in the long cigarette holder. Yeah. You snap I've your finger and you're before. like, start it, boys. You know, something like that. Yeah. Hit it, toots. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Totally. <laughs> okay, so tell me about your track on the We Love Disney compilation. So the track is sort of a magical thing. I was doing it on my album with uh, Verve Records, mm-hmm. and um, it sort of happened at the same time when Verve decided to do the Disney album, and it was a Kermit the Frog song from the Muppets, and Disney owns the Muppets. So it was kind of perfect. And the message in the song is one of the best messages that a song could possibly have, which is, you know, the underdog and it's okay to be different. So it was an obscure kind of cool um, version of it. And we, yeah, we just sort of made it our own. Absolutely. I loved it. Thank you. I love it. Tell me a little bit about your debut album. Did it feel like it was a long time coming since you've been it was, so yeah. Long? It's you know when you finally get the opportunity to make an album, it's like a you're a twenty year overnight success story where, you know, it didn't happen in two or three years. It happened literally in twenty years of, you know, carrying the bus tubs of. <laughs> so, yeah, it was it was time I think for me. So I'm just. The, this album is sort of a more adult approach to what I love, which is um, more to the Luther Vandross kind of real uh, singer-sangers vibe. And working with David Foster, it's like he's like the master of putting that together. So this first album, I really wanted it to be like, okay, she's she can she's a singer, like a good old-fashioned singer. Yeah. We need more of those in this world. I think it's great. They're out there. Yeah. I know. We got to bring them out. Put them <laughs> on the radio, guys. Now, what was it like working with David Foster? Because he he discovered Michael Bublé. I mean, that's yeah. huge. It was incredible. It's uh, I was pinching myself the entire time. Like, is this real? Did I die? This is <laughs> he's incredible. How did you meet him? him? I met him actually. I'm friends with Michael Bublé and Josh Groban, and I needed a lawyer. Um dealing with some Hollywood, you know, gangsters. And (laughs) I said, Josh, do you have any referrals? And so they helped me out. And, you know, Michael comes to my shows and we share a lot of the same musicians when they're home. And um, so fortunately, it's sort of just, I think it was meant to be, but uh, in the right place at the right time and just never gave up. Yeah. Now, who would be a dream collaboration for you? Well, right now with this Germany and this European thing, there's two. I would love to open for Tom Jones in London. Cool. And I would love to do something with the Dap Kings 
and of course Bruno Mars and uh, John Mayer. I'm sorry, I'm just listing like no, that's 10. answering the question. Yeah, <laughs> those type of people. That great. But, that's great. Yeah, there's a kid named Josh Ledet who's like a gospel kid. I'm a fan. I love. Yeah. So <laughs> then, if we were to see you five years from now, what are we going to expect to see from you? I'm hoping to go, you know, cinema is one of my passions, and musically I like to build a beginning, middle, end emotionally in songs. But I'm I'm kind of looking forward to really getting into the blues and rock and roll, but still, and then theater. I'm a thespian, so it's sort of broad. So are you continuing your, your singing career, but also trying to expand onto the stage as well? I am, yes. Girl. The theater, I, I love the theater, and I love, love what's happening with Broadway these days. There's a show called Hamilton out right now that's just, like, the most original thing I've seen in a long time. So it's inspiring to see people creating new things that are inspired by old things. I want to see you in the theater here in L.A. Deal. Mainly because I live here and I can't <laughs> go see a show on Broadway. Deal. But I would love that. I mean, the theater scene in Los Angeles is great, but obviously New York is where it's at. But I would mm-hmm. love to see more Broadway shows brought out here. Yeah, totally. Fantastic. Pantages. Yes. It's a good spot. That is a good spot. That's where I go see my shows. <laughs> can you tell everybody watching where they can get your album and where they can find you on social yes. media? You can go to www.brennawhitaker.com. And my name is Brenna Whitaker, and that's my Twitter and my um, Instagram and my Facebook. And say, hey, it's really me. And your album is out now on iTunes, yes? Yes. It's a great album. Everybody go buy it. Thank Thank you so much for joining me in studio today, Brenna. It was fantastic to talk with you today. Thank you. Thank you guys so much for watching. Tune in again soon. I'm Kylie Hodges. You can follow me on Twitter at the Kylie Hodges. Thanks again, and download Brenna's album. It's awesome. Bye, guys. (laughs) From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 